Hey, welcome back to the Confidence Conversion Show. Today, I've got Coach Alicia Essig in the house, Compass Team Leader, Rockstar. How many transactions last year? 130. And what will you do in 2022? Oh, wait, I'm sorry. That was the year before that. Yes. <laughs> Another I thought that was a little bit less. <laughs> What'd you do in 2021? 128. 128. But I did it with half the agents. Even better. And what will you do this year? I'm looking to do 200. Okay, so you and I... We don't want to debate, but but we want to put it out there that I am this advocate of when when the inventory levels literally go back to 2019, let's just call it mm-hmm. in a typical market, 3,000 active listings. 2020, down to like 2,000 active listings. 2021, down to like 900 active listings. And yesterday, 397 of one of my clients' marketplaces in an enormous market. And I say the audacity to believe that you can complain about not having inventory and not be focused every single day on finding the next seller is mind boggling for me. And you say, Ferry, you're stupid. We need to focus on buyers. Did I do it right? Kind of, kind of. <laughs> I think, it, you know, <laughs> it's, um, I don't think that listings and sellers are the end all be all. Yes. I think that buyers control the market no matter the market. Yes. And the reason why. This is going to be so good. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> this so, is like you and I trying to debate, but we're both going to agree. I know, right? Yes. Uh-huh. yes. Okay, so finish that. So, okay. so, so buyers control the market no matter the market. Buyers control the market no matter what. Right. So if you think about just in this last, and anybody who's listening mm-hmm. to this or watching, if you think about the last 18 months, right? right. So June 2021. Yes. We all had a pause. Yep. Why do you think we had a pause? I'm trying to think specifically of June 20, June 21. So just, just, just six months ago. Did you say, oh yeah, it's 21. Yeah. Um, I think COVID hit some historic lows and I think people took a little break and went to like on vacation and normalized. Exactly. Yeah. That's buyers controlling the market. Oh, that's right. And we did. And what did we start talking about suddenly as coaches? Uh-huh. Price uh-huh. reductions. Right. Or just wait. <laughs> just wait. Yeah. Um, Interesting. Same thing. If you that's think- a great little reminder for people. Yeah, you're welcome for that. Yeah. 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 So same thing just recently, right? We yeah. had a little dip in the market just yeah. in September of 2021. Yeah, Why? For sure. Because of Omicron, right. right? Because Omicron sent everyone back home yeah. and people weren't going out to look at houses. The yeah. weather too, at least the on the East Coast, yeah. was not great. So, yeah. um, And then the holidays, right? Right. If you historically... So. But the spring market started in like November of last year. And, and I'll say in the sand states, uh-huh. sand states, I know. Yeah. They, they went, it, the spring market, but but in Seattle, Washington, the spring market started in November last year also. Correct. So, not, so know your local market, but go you back to You have to, your to know your local market. And here's why I say buyers control the market no matter the market. Yeah. Buyers are the ones that are driving up the prices, not the sellers. Correct. Right? It's the buyers who are willing and able mm-hmm. to pay Right. So if you look at um, statistics, you've got um, way more wealth. And we talk about this all the Mm -hmm. time. You talk about this on your podcasts and in our coaching body. You have way more wealth. We have way less debt. We have homeowners with, you know, we just talked about this this morning. 40% of all homes in America have no mortgage. Right. And it's no mortgage. Right. Or the the rest of them, the stat that you said was... um, they, their rate is at three and a half percent. Half the remaining homes in America that have a mortgage have a three and a half or higher interest rate, which is shocking. Exactly. Yes. At the end of the day, so, but, the okay, buyers yeah. are the ones who are the one, the they're the willing participants, right? They look. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna stop you. Yeah. Okay. The person listening right now is looking for some sound bites. How am I gonna take this 
and turn it into actionable steps. Like, okay, so I get it. So mm -hmm. the buyers control the market. I totally get that. Mm -hmm. What are you doing differently on your buyer consultations to prepare your buyers who maybe are less educated, uninformed, don't know that they're in the power seat, and maybe you're feeling a little busted up by the market that every time they go on Zillow, Realtor, Redfin, whatever site, they're like, oh, we love that house. Oh, it's already sold. Oh, we love that house. It's already sold. Yep. How do we help them? Okay. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to pitch you. Okay. What if I told you that my buyer consultations mm -hmm. will guarantee me a sale? I'm in. You're in. I want to give it to every one of my clients. Would you do it all the time? 1,000%. What if I told you- I'm a repeatable success. Yes, 1,000%. So I know we have a short amount of time. Go. Okay. I had my very first buyer client in 1998. Yes. That woman ran me around and I literally was like, there has got to be a better way. Yes. And yes. I birthed the two-hour buyer consultation. Ooh. Two hours. Is that your first child? Yes. Boy or girl? <laughs> you have nothing but girls. I'm assuming it was a boy. <laughs> okay. Two-hour buyer consultation. Wow. That's a, that's a serious buyer consultation. It is a serious buyer yes. consultation, but I sell everybody a house. Do you still do a two-hour buyer I consultation? I still do a two-hour buyer consultation. Wow. Yes, I do. Okay, so give me just the talking points. So it's what broken in up into- What God's name do you do in two hours? Okay, so do, it's do, three sections. Does anybody say- is there an intermission? Um, sometimes. Yes. And you have to read your client. Of course. Right? If they're if you're losing them, you need to either say, okay, we're losing them. Yeah. So the buyer consultation is broken up into three sections. Give the first one is agency, laws, and how we get paid. Which love it. I love that for the whole DOJ thing and everything else going that, on. I love it. It also I love you. we were talking about commission compression this morning. Yep. Yep. And how and again, we can't really do a whole lot of talking about that, but mm -hmm. this is the opportunity for the agent to say, This is what my fee is. Yes. This is how I get paid. Right. This is and how I know, get paid. You saw the same surveys that I was publishing from Mark Davison, the guys a thousand watt. Consumers have no idea. For the most None. part, no idea None. how you get paid. Exactly. So I love so that. I probably spend a solid 10 minutes, maybe even more, mm -hmm. explaining how I get paid. Yes. Um, we as an industry can no longer say that buyer representation is free. Yes. You have to stop saying yep. that. Yep. It is not free. You, The buyers sign buyer, buyer mm -hmm. agency agreements yep. that have a fee specified in there. Yep. And that fee should and can be collected when you are not being paid by the seller, which if you are listening to this podcast yes. is going to happen yesterday. Yep. Yep. You have it, to be Alicia, prepared. Say, say it, it louder again. for the people in say the back. It, say it again. Yes. You have to know your value. You have to say, this is what my fee is and this is what I'll be paid. And if in the event that I'm not paid this from the listing side, I will need you to make up the difference. I will need you to make up the difference. I will let you know when that is. I will tell you, oh, by the way, this house, I'm not being paid my full fee. You will need to, be, you will need to pay me. Yes. Are your agents doing that right now? 150% okay, myself so, included. So, you know, this morning we're talking with a bunch of the coaches and, and the very real discussion, I won't name the coach, but you know what I'm talking about. She was like, hey, in my marketplace, if mm -hmm. I go, went through 59 pending transactions, 3%, mm -hmm. maybe two or three, mm -hmm. two and a half percent, maybe two or three, the rest, mm -hmm. two, 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 yep, two, yep, two, yep. two, 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 two. Yep. Yep. So what do you put inside the buyer brokerage agreement? Two and a half? I put what my fee is. What's your fee? Three. Yeah. And, and how do buyers respond to that? Because buyers okay. have options. They go, okay. 
at scale. Because I have demonstrated yes. in my two-hour buyer consultation so, but you that start, I am but worth you, it. But you start with fees. Wouldn't you start with, wouldn't you go like a traditional listing presentation? What are your goals? What are your objectives? What are you doing? Non-negotiables. Okay, mm-hmm. let me show you how I get there. Here's my marketing plan. Like uh-huh. there's like, there's that sort of thematic flow of uh-huh. a listing appointment that, that crescendos in right. price and then fees and then let's go. Well, I do that because if they don't, if they're not interested, they're I'm going to figure that out front, really fast. You're out. Again, Brilliant. Brilliant. I, what I'm saying is these buyer consultations almost guarantee conversion, right? This it, is going to scare people. But I know it's going to scare people. This is the now. It's not the future. If, and that's the thing. The commission compression is coming from a lack of service, yep. right? We all have a choice. So, you know, do we shop at, you know, for lack of a better analogy, Nordstrom's Walmart, or Target, yeah, right? Yeah, exactly. Right? You, so... You go to Nordstrom's because you want the service. Yep. You go to Target because you want it cheap. Yep. And that's okay. That's totally fine. Right. Right? I can spend $100 on a haircut or I can spend eight. Yep. Right? I'm going to go spend the 100 Yep. It's still using scissors and it's skill and talent. Right. When, when my buyer, when my agents, when I, my coaching clients, the agents mm-hmm. on my team, yep. the agents that I managed, you name it, when they adopted the buyer consultation, the way I teach it, they literally are like, I sell a house every single time. Yeah. You did this during Pivot and people were like mesmerized. Yes. When you, Yvonne, you guys started showing it virtually, which we should link that up, you know, for people mm-hmm. uh, on this show. Okay. So the first part again is So like, the first part is, is your like, laws, yeah. your agency laws. Yep. Um, you I also review the, um, our local contract and Good. a few other things. I don't go into too much detail because yeah. I don't want to overload them. Yeah. And then I talk about agency meaning and how we get paid and all that. Yes. The second section is a um, discovery section. Mm-hmm. So it's all about what do they want? How much do they want? to pay often doing this like like we were talking about it during so i mentioned pivot for the people that are watching like it was like during the pandemic when Mm -hmm. we Mm -hmm. we were all blessed because we're like hey just start using zoom and all our clients were like oh we've been on zoom since 2017 um but we were literally demonstrating is anybody taking the time to show you the available properties that we see behind the scenes as an agent in the mls Is, is it that or is it like going in and filling out the criteria and saying look there's nothing no it's literally me going hey tom and kathy what is it that you want to buy yeah. Well, I want to, blah, I want blah, a single blah, family blah, blah, home. Blah, 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 I want blah, blah. this. I want that. This kind whatever. of school, that right. kind of neighborhood. So how much do you want to spend? Are you, yeah. are you using cash or are you, um, are you financing, yeah. you know? And if they're like first time buyers, which is still a very large portion huge, of huge. the transactions right now, it is time. That's your time to shine and explain the process. Explain right. how a mortgage payment is calculated. Right. Um, explain the impact of interest rates on your mortgage payment. Now we talked Especially about that right this now. morning, Especially but right it's now. important that they 50 understand. 50 basis points is a 6% increase in their in their payment like absolutely it's like just that simple it's four dollars and 77 cents per thousand at today's current interest rates yeah right but most realtors don't know how to do that calculation yeah. when you sit there and and i incorporate that with the current property tax base in your local market and explain all of that people are like wow i've never had anybody explain it like this before but what about the experienced buyer what about the you know million dollar buyer Okay, really? Yes. And don't you get some of them like rolling their eyes like this is my fifth house? Yes. However, it depends on... Now, I may not do it as detailed. Sure. Right? And it might be a past client of mine. I've sold people houses five and six times. Right. You know, over the course of the 25 years. Yes. And so I may not... I like I might not have to spend as much time on the agency part because yeah. they already know that part, yeah. you know. But and then it's like, well, what are you looking to spend and what have you? Now I will then go very detailed in what is it that you're looking for yeah. because that is where I am now. That like 
you know, for make me your personal shopper. Tell I'm me everything person- that you what want. Do you, what do you want? Yep. You know, that's a great line, they, by the way. Make me your make personal me your shopper. Personal shopper. Tell me exactly what, what you is want. it that you want? What are yep. you trying to accomplish? What? How was your? If you've never worked with this client, what was your other private prior? home buying and selling experiences like what did you like that your other agent did what did you not like that your other agent did give me the model how how do you want me to communicate with you Mm -hmm. like when you cover all of this if you try to do it in a house because you they're never going to hear you yeah they don't care, and it also weeds out all They're the like, people. Just let me sh- show me the house, right? <laughs> you know, like just well, it weeds out, out all the people too yeah. who aren't serious. Yeah, the ones who want, they meet with me every single time. Yeah, the ones who don't want an actual like realtor service, they they won't show up. I'm okay with that yeah. because then they're also the ones that will stand me up at showings. They'll they'll be like, I need to go see this house right now. I'll run out and go show them the house and then they won't show up. They'll go direct to the listing agent. That. Right? Right. Okay. So what's the third The part third of this? step, and this is the secret sauce. Okay. Whether you're Don't in- disclose it. Gatekeep <laughs> <laughs> it. Um, whether you are in person yeah. or on Zoom, I take that criteria, I plug it into the MLS. Yeah. And I start showing them. Now, I will literally start scrolling and I'm like, look, I need you to tell me what you like and what you don't like. So if they're looking at a, you know, 1920s, you know, shotgun bungalow and I'm like, what do you think of this? And they're like, "Eh," right. This is where you have to read people. Mm -hmm. You have to see what they're reacting to and you have to let them know. I need you to tell me here. You like it. I don't like it. Right. And after about five or 10 minutes, we'll start scrolling through the pictures. I'll tell them where it is. Um, I also start implementing the conversation about resale value because real estate is an investment, mm-hmm. right? So you want your client, and, and I repeat that right there. I start setting this expectation. I want to be your realtor for life. Yeah. I want to help you sell this. So I don't want you to buy something that's going to be difficult to sell. Yeah. So yes. I may say that's not a good investment. It's, you know, not a great, you know, it's on a busy road or, you know, whatever in my market, busy mm-hmm. road houses don't sell very yeah. well. So no, by the way, that's the number one sign of all REOs in the US, busy street. Oh, that's so like, funny. That's like the number one leading indicator. Oh, interesting. Fun fact. Oh, fun fact. Um, so anyway, after about five or 10 minutes when we start scrolling through the listings, um, I then I say, all right, let me see if I got this right. And then I'll come to one and I go, you like that one? Yeah. And they'll go, yes. And then I'll go, oh, you don't like this one? Yep. And you like this one? No. You I'm like, because what I want to be able to do is when I'm looking through the MLS and these listings, I want to be able to yeah. say, they'll like this, they'll don't like this. I also establish something that I call the humor me rule. Yeah. So the humor me rule is something that I've done with my clients, my kids, you know, whatever it is. It's like, it's a try it once. Mm -hmm. So you may tell me you want this, this, and this in your next house. But then when I show you those things, you're like, no, that doesn't work for me. I may say, okay, I I think this is going to click for you. I would like you to just put up with me for a second. You've hired me for a reason. It's my humor me rule. I'm going to show you this house. And if you hate it, I'll never take you there again. Yeah. I promise. But it's you but when you sit with someone for two hours That's such a great little nugget because you know sometimes they're like, I don't like that. I don't like that photo. Mm-hmm. Then they see the house like, we'll take it. Exactly. Right. Or they tell you, mm-hmm. I don't want this, and you're like, I know you. Everything you told me told me that house. Right. Right. I mean, every good agent has had that experience. So it's like trusting your intuition and having a rule for it. Yes. My humor me rule. The humor me I rule. Love it. So once I've done that, um, Typically, mm-hmm. I, it only takes me two or three times going out and touring houses before they're writing an offer. Okay, so how does this translate to a sales team? 
the same. Do you do all the consultations for the no, sales team? No, I just team? teach them and I role play with them and they. Now, okay, that's because you kept saying I, I, I. Oh, me, well, that's because I'm still in production. I, I got it. I yeah. just wanted to make sure like this, this is totally translatable to, you know, Michael Franco's sales team in New York City, you know, Lisa Chinati's sales team in Boston. Yes. Okay. Yeah, Very cool. It's 100%. So put a bow on this for us. Yeah. Your argument is buyers rule the day always. Yes. My argument is sellers rule the day always. Right. Only because you know mm-hmm. you got to have something to sell. Sure. Right. Yeah. And then you got to have something to buy. So I think right. we're I think we're both right. A hundred percent. And I love and adore how much time you've thought about the very first buyer presentation and how horrible that was to a two hour consultation that you guarantee a hundred percent of the time. Hundred percent of the time. And if. You set, that gives you the opportunity to set the expectations right. properly. Yes. And when you do that, they don't run you around. Right. They don't abuse your time. Yep. They're respectful. Um, they will give you, you now say, I need, you know, time. I can't just show up at a house. Yep. There's so many things that become, that are overcome right. in that buyer consultation. Here's my other reason why I like buyers better than sellers. Tell me. They're less expensive. <laughs> Because you don't have to market them. Do yeah. you do post-marketing of your uh, of your buyer-controlled transactions? Yeah, but that's free on social media. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So I've spent- Look at you, p and I, I know, right? I've never- P, I don't spend SL. money on buyer. I mean, I'll, right. I pay a small lead fee. Sure. I mean, I, I buy buyer leads, but yeah. you know, if you get a listing, you're spending photography, marketing, and there is right. no guarantee. You can price it right, make it look amazing, and if the buyer doesn't show up, you're a the one in trouble. Yeah, and you've spent a bunch of money, and you could get yourself fired. Yeah, when you have a buyer, if you do it right, you will sell them a house. Man, if I line up every listing agent, they would just flip that right on you. But I'm going to leave it at that. Okay, Go for so it. I loved this podcast. Good. So many little nuggets, so many great little lines. Um, don't be attached to two hours. They could do it in an hour. They could do it in 90 minutes. Mm-hmm. They could do it in three hours, right? Mm-hmm. But but the point now, is, you take them meticulously through each one of these, which basically eliminates. All motivation, education, everything is covered. They know. Yes. Right? 100% they know. Do you ask them to sign a buyer brokerage agreement? Yes, right there. Okay, right there on the spot. Yes. And what do you get when, I got to throw the objection. Sure. Alicia, everything you said, everything you said sounds amazing and you refer buyer friend Brian, Uh like he said he had a wonderful experience. He owned him buy a great house. We've been in it. It was beautiful. Um, But that whole, like I I hear the median commission is like two and a half percent. So if the listing agent if with my math correct is at five and you're at two and a half percent, we owe you the difference. Yes. Like, do we have to do that? I mean, if you want to work with me, you have to do that. But I mean, you know, I don't, I I just don't feel like, I I feel like in this market, we're going to be coming out of pocket on a lot of different things because Mm -hmm. we're going to be overpaying Mm -hmm. is, is really what I'm hearing from you. Likely. So, So if I'm overpaying and I'm still trying to keep my, my, you know, my monthly payment at X, you know, for my own sort of comfort and lifestyle, mm-hmm. I might be getting less house overpaying to get my payment and coming out of pocket for extra commission dollars for you. That just doesn't feel right. It feels like there's a lot of agents that would that maybe wouldn't do that. And there probably are. However, it's only half a percent. It is what I have determined that my 25-year tenure has garnered me mm-hmm. and it's just what I charge. You know, you call an attorney and mm-hmm. Their fees are going to be their fees. You're not going to negotiate their fees. You go get your haircut. You're yeah. going to pay their fees. It's yeah. that's my fee. Got it. And you, say I'm that, not the cheapest. Yeah, but I am the best. Yeah. What's the worst <laughs> thing you've heard from a, a client in that situation? Um, 
I haven't. Okay. I mean, legit, I haven't. And, and like, so, so give people context. This sure. wasn't like seven buyer consultations over the last year. This is like- Thousands I've right, done. Right, right. So, and I've taught it over and yeah. over and over again. Okay, so this is battle tested. Absolutely. But, but I think they better be prepared for that because there's just, you know, not cultures, but there's just people. There's just a mindset of, mm-hmm. of discounting. We saw the numbers today. We're in the fours on average, mm-hmm. right, for real estate commissions in, in the U.S. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think they got to get really good at handling that objection. Absolutely. Potentially. And, and, and at the end of the day, if you can showcase, this is where your skills are so very important. In, in that buyer consultation, I also demonstrate that I have a proven track record that in this yep. market, I am able to win those multiple contracts right. every single time yep. because of my reputation because of my skills, because of how we present the contract, because of of all those different things. Like if you want that house, I will get it for you. Yeah. I think that was an element that when we went through the three things I didn't hear, mm-hmm. but that's the secret sauce. Correct. Let me show you my track record. Let me show you. How, and, mm-hmm. and a team, a teammate of yours can say, hey, working with Alicia, this is what we've done. And this is our success and our team. Mm-hmm. And you can translate that to your brokerage. There's mm-hmm. a lot of different ways you can skin that. So I know I that's an important element. I know we're running over, but yeah. here's an awesome like real life. This is the last greatest week. 31 minute, 10 minute show ever. I know, right? So I got an email from one of my agents on my team. She screenshot the email. So she had written an offer. Yeah. It was multiple contracts. Yeah. The l- listing agent said, Oh, my sellers were going to counter, but I told them you worked for a great team. So we just accepted your offer. And so it was literally because of our team, the reputation, my reputation, they knew this listing agent felt so comfortable with the, with the, and she didn't even, that listing agent didn't even know my buyer's agent, Yeah, but because she was with the Essex team, she knew my brand and it saved this buyer four thousand dollars and these are the kinds of things that we can say to justify that extra half a percent right right i love it mic drop okay confidence and conversion i'm loving this new show thank you so much for sharing your insights and wisdoms so i want i want to see in the comments buyers or sellers who do you think controls the market let us know 